Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much for listening to my podcasts and story compilations. I'd also love to engage with you on my other platforms. I do live multi-streams usually Sunday nights starting at 9 p.m. Central on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and now Facebook. I also do live streams every Wednesday on TikTok starting at 3 p.m. Central. And you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and at dusty-thunder.com where you can submit your own story, shop swag, even support our Mission Protect the Cake initiative. If you're not subscribed on YouTube yet, I highly recommend it because we post multiple stories there every day. We've rolled out a membership program with exclusive content and we'll be doing even more in 2024. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the stories and may your days stay astronaut free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, coming up, we have stories about best friend drama, brozos, coworker drama, epic cake stories, special anniversary and B-Day stories, and... My first ever AITA story could be unlocked for a reread as we celebrate the one year channel anniversary. Am I the astronaut for not inviting my best friend to come with me to events? And again, this is a follower submission. My friend Rachel and I, both 32 female, have been best friends since we were in high school. We have stayed extremely close and we were roommates in college. Even with conflicting schedules, we try to find times to hang out and catch up. And we occasionally have double dates with our boyfriends. A month ago, an actor we love posted on Instagram that they were coming to our town, so immediately bought the ticket to reserve my spot. When the event happened, I posted the picture on Instagram of me with the actor, and Rachel immediately commented on the photo asking why I didn't tell her. I was a little hurt that she decided to do that publicly on social media instead of texting or calling me, but I wasn't sure if she was joking. After all, she also follows that actor on Instagram too, so maybe she was joking that she missed out. I replied back that I was so excited when I saw their post that I didn't think to tell anyone because I was focused on reserving my spot with an LOL at the end of the comment. She didn't respond, so then I thought maybe it wasn't joking after all. This past weekend, my parents were supposed to come visit, and one of our plans was to go see a show that was on tour in my area. However, they called the week before to let me know that they couldn't come due to a medical reason. We were all disappointed, but they told us to find someone else to use the tickets to the show. The tickets were non-refundable, so they didn't care about getting their money back. They just didn't want the tickets to go to waste. As my boyfriend and I thought of who to invite, I immediately thought of my friend Gabe and his girlfriend Sarah. We had been trying to plan a double date for months, and my boyfriend and I were even planning on locking down a date and time with them that week once we looked at our calendars. Gabe and Sarah are also struggling financially, so we thought having these extra tickets was the perfect opportunity. I texted Gabe, and they immediately accepted gratefully. That show came and went, and the four of us had a great time. Gabe posted a picture of the four of us at the show on Instagram, and he thanked us in the caption for offering 
them the tickets. I didn't notice this until Rachel messaged me asking why I didn't ask her to come to the show when I had the tickets. Gabe is a mutual friend, so she follows him on IG too. I tried to explain the situation of the struggle to do a double date with him and this opportunity coming up, but she said it was strange that once again I didn't think of her when something like this came up. She said it seemed like I didn't want to have to share these experiences with her, and my reasons for excluding her were a little too convenient. For context, Rachel battles with anxiety and self-esteem issues where she's worried that people don't like her and that eventually her close friends and even her boyfriend will get sick of her. This has gotten worse as adults when it gets harder for people to get together with job and family obligations, but her own insecurities make her fear it's more personal than just a struggle all adults face. Knowing this, I tried to stay calm and explain that just because she wasn't the first person that comes to my mind when these things happen didn't mean I was intentionally avoiding her. The conversation stopped after that, but I had a feeling it didn't resolve. Today, I got a text from her boyfriend who said Rachel texted him panicking that her best friend of almost 20 years was finally trying to break ties with her. I explained the situation, and while he seemed to be understanding, he said I could have been more sensitive. I argued that I don't need to check in with her every time I go to an event or hang out with friends, just like she doesn't have to do with me. But he said I could at least take a second to send her posts of these events so she could have a chance to go on her own. I reminded him there are plenty of times these cool things happen where I do send them to her or we even go together. But he said it has been less lately and it has worried her. I can't be too mad that he is trying to be a good boyfriend and support her, but I think he was still being unfair. I really don't think I was in the wrong for not always thinking of her. My boyfriend agrees with me, saying these events were public and she could find them herself if she wanted to. As he was concerned, she was deflecting blame on me because she's feeling FOMO. A couple mutual friends I spoke to also agree with me. However, her boyfriend's conversation sticks in my head since there are very few people she would confide in other than me. So, am I the Askonaut? And the original question is, am I the Askonaut for not inviting my best friend to come with me to events? Uh, okay, so it seems genuine on OP's part here that, that it legitimately just didn't work out. Now, I think when you have a friend like this, and, and there's an idle hands element to this too, right? People who have a habit of looking for problems will always find them. But this is this is an internal thing, and the friend has to at some point address this and start start addressing how, how she feels herself looking for problems and thinking that people are trying to do this. And, and OP knows. She knows what the issue here. She knows she, she struggles with social anxiety and depression. She knows that she struggles with this. Self-esteem issues, not depression. Uh, but, I mean, you can't put that weight on someone else. You can't. You just can't. It's not fair to OP here to have that that weight of this whole situation put on her. And I think that it just makes it difficult. Untethered Soul is a is a book that uh, that Candy Thunder actually used to address a similar issue here. And and it it teaches you to recognize these thoughts that are happening and teaches you to take control of them. And at some point here, OP's friend is going to have to do that. It's going to come to that. Now, I think OP has a decision to make here, and that is, do you want this to be your bestie for life? How much do you value this relationship? And if you value this relationship enough to try to help her through this journey, then do that. Go through that. You know that that what she's feeling and what she's saying here is because of her struggles. So you can, you can use this as an opportunity to be like, hey, I, I didn't mean this in that way at all. I know I know why you thought that and I understand that and I want to I want to help you try to battle this and overcome this. Of course she could get pissed at you saying that too. So I don't feel like OP did anything wrong here. Now, the second instance with the tickets, I feel like the first instance with um with the 
The first problem on Instagram with her saying what she said should have planted a seed where she thought of this later on when the second instance came up and then should have addressed it. That's the one area here where I feel like it uh, it could have been done better. Uh, okay, so this story, the follower submission, I really don't feel like OP did anything wrong. I feel like they're in the second scenario with the tickets. Uh, there was a little more weight put on it, and she probably should have recognized um that this situation was going to happen again with the same friend because it was the same scene pretty much it was the same scenario and yeah she's going to find out about it because somebody's going to post about it so if anything if anything it is a could have done it differently and ask on four look at that our lights even change for the ask on levels it's fancy it's fancy it's a four to me it's, i don't think she was an asshole for it but it is a could have been done differently could have been done differently <laughs> This is the first ever AITA story that I read uh, before the 610,000 followers, before the 14 million likes, before 20K subscribers on YouTube, and before the ASCON scale. This was the story that started it all. Am I the ASCONOT for not telling my husband he smells sooner and ruining a friend's wedding? I remember this one. This week was the wedding of two of my husband's 33 male and my 31 female longtime friends. For some background, recently we've been having some issues. I told him I needed some space, so we agreed he should move back in with his mom temporarily. I wasn't thrilled about this because she tends to baby him, though I had to accept it as he had nowhere else to go and I wanted him out of the house. I wondered what to do about the wedding. We talked about it and decided it would be best for us to go together and for him to move back home afterwards. He didn't have time before the wedding to pack up his things and get ready, so we got ready at his mom's while I got ready at home and we planned to meet there. When he arrived, I was already chatting with friends. He came over to us immediately and I noticed this rotten stench on him. He seemed like he'd been dumpster diving. It made my eyes water a little. I noticed our friends noticing, but he was completely oblivious and kept on chatting. I tried to let him know discreetly, but he was not getting the hint at all. We took our seats in the chapel and the service was beautiful. By this point, my nose had pretty much tuned out the smell, but was clearly affecting other people and I still hadn't had a chance to let him know. After the service, I saw an old girlfriend I hadn't seen in years and wanted to catch up. Apparently, while I was chatting with her, a friend had pulled hubby aside and basically told him he stunk. He got upset and demanded we leave immediately. In the car, we argued, and he told me I was a horrible wife to let him embarrass himself like that in front of friends, and I was probably laughing behind his back. He said that I knew he could be forgetful, and since he was my responsibility as his wife, I should have called him up at his mom's to remind him to shower. Usually, he'll come in when I'm in. Okay, uh, there's more to the story, but I feel like we need to do this. Also, this one. Brozo. Brozo. I was speechless and said nothing the entire car ride home while he berated me. This morning, I checked my phone and we have both been removed from a number of group chats that involved friends that went to the wedding. I heard through some friends that the bride feels we ruined her day. More people were talking about my husband than we thought, and she no longer wants to speak with us. I'm shocked and really hurt by this and have been feeling really guilty all day. I didn't want to embarrass him by letting him know when other people were around, but now I've cost him friends and feel like I handled it all horribly. So, am I the Askonaut? Update, thanks for all your comments and advice. I've been really 
rethinking our relationship over the past few days. Last night, a friend sent this post to my husband and he went off on me again. Seeing him like this hurt, but it was the push I needed to realize that the best thing for me is to leave. I'm moving in with a friend tonight and I'll work it out from then. My husband is out right now, so I'm packing. Thank you guys for helping me realize that this wasn't healthy. Hell no, it's not healthy. Healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, Beer Today is here. He popped in for our, our B-Day Bash anniversary stream to say hello. Look at this. Okay. So we just finished reading the first ever story that we did uh, August 17th, 2022. It's fine. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pop down a little bit. Uh, so... Do you remember this one? It was the one where they went to a wedding and uh, and they were having marital issues themselves. So he was staying with his mom, showed up to the wedding, hadn't showered. A lot of people noticed. And he blamed his wife for not calling him ahead of time and reminding him to shower. Who needs to be reminded to shower? This is the point. Yes. I mean, you, sh- you shower. Watch the body. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's not it's not rocket science. Also, if he's old enough to be married, uh, he's 33. 33. 33. He's a grown ass man who doesn't know how to shower himself. I didn't think there needed to be a reminder after about age six. I mean, maybe teen- eight teenagers. Teenagers. That's have to be different. Remi- yeah. Teenage. Because they just don't care. Homeboy's 33. He was staying with his mom. He was staying with his mom who babies him. So the problem is that mom babied him. Mom made sure that he knew when to shower ahead of time. But apparently not this time because he was staying with her. And uh, she didn't remind him. So yeah. I still feel the same. He's a man child. Man child. And the term brozo didn't exist back then. But brozo is a really good term to classify this guy right here. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, we we got it. We got a shower. I don't. don't. <laughs> hey, Candy Thunder, will you remind me to wipe my ass later? It's your responsibility as my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the astronaut for hitting my girlfriend in the face with her birthday cake? Am I the astronaut for hitting my girlfriend in the face with her birthday cake? I felt I felt what's what felt like a clump of that, like right here. Okay, here we go. Let me start with some context. I, male 25, have been dating my girlfriend 24 for about six months. For privacy's sake, let's call her Sarah. Sarah is great. She's funny, smart, and really pretty. Last week was her birthday, and my family has been talking about celebrating it for weeks. My family is really big on birthdays. My mom always wants to throw big parties for everyone in the family, and was absolutely thrilled to hear Sarah's birthday is coming up. But my family also has a funny tradition, scooping a piece of cake up after singing happy birthday and throwing it in the birthday person's face. It's harmless and a fun tradition. My family and I have grown very accustomed to it. After the cake is smashed into their face, everyone just scoops up what they can and digs into the cake. I thought it would be a funny idea to incorporate a bit of surprise into this tradition for Sarah. My mom and brothers agreed. So my mom baked Sarah her favorite cake, vanilla with chocolate buttercream frosting. Nothing too crazy. On the day of the party, Sarah wore a beautiful dress, had her makeup done, and had gotten her hair cut. Everything was going perfectly. And then it came time to sing Sarah happy birthday. She looked so happy the whole time everyone was singing. My mom told her to close her eyes after we got done so we could bring out a surprise for her. And then I scooped up a giant piece of cake with my hands and shoved it into her face. The whole family burst into laughter, shouting, Surprise! And welcome to the family! Sarah seemed taken aback. She didn't react for a moment, then excused herself to use the restroom. This is where I began to worry. Sarah didn't come out for at least 20 minutes. 
When she finally did, her makeup was running down her face and she looked incredibly upset. When I tried to talk to her, she ignored me. Even my mom tried to comfort her by explaining that it's just a family tradition. And we thought it would be funny, a funny way to welcome her. But she didn't seem to hear any of it. Later, when we got back to my apartment, I should add, she stays here most nights of the week, she erupted into tears and began lashing out at me, saying that I should have told her what was going to happen, that she was embarrassed and spent so much time trying to look pretty, and that it was incredibly cruel. I was confused. This was something my family and I did for everyone. It wasn't embarrassing, but a fun tradition. I tried to sympathize with her, but she just wouldn't hear my side of the story. So I asked her to leave for the night so we could try talking without her attitude the next day. Okay, that, uh, that wasn't smart. We'll go ahead and red flag that for you, brozo. It's now been a week, and I haven't heard anything from Sarah. My mom and one of my brothers have also tried to contact her to no avail. Sarah lives with her parents, so I've also tried calling her mom, who has also not answered. I'm beginning to wonder if maybe I was too harsh by shoving a cake in her face. To my family, it's just a fun tradition, and it's really harmless. So I don't think I'm in the wrong, but am I the Askonaut? Original question was, am I the astronaut for hitting my girlfriend in the face with her birthday cake? Uh, yeah, bro. Let's also give him one of these immediately. You get a Brozo award for that. This is, so I think the pivotal point here is that this is a tradition for your family. Whenever a family member has this done to them, they know it's going to happen ahead of time. The surprise element that you worked into this was the dick move. That's where you became the asshole. Surprise element was, hey, we're not going to tell her ahead of time. We're going to do it without her knowing. And to her, that's where you became the asshole. It's not harmless. You can't say that it's not embarrassing because that's telling someone how to feel. You can't tell someone how to feel. She can't be an asshole for being embarrassed about it. She can't be an asshole for feeling a way about it, which is what happened. You made her feel like shit. As she took a ton of time getting ready and you basically just said, I don't care. I'm going to shove a cake in your face and we're all going to have fun with it uh, when we're supposed to be celebrating you, but we're not going to tell you, which is going to make it not fun for you at all. And then, and then, and then, no, and then, yes, and then, and then the whole, uh, let's try to talk about this tomorrow without your attitude <laughs> escalated, really escalated here. Where? Where do, where do we think Brozo belongs here? Is this a terrible human thing to do? Is this an ask on one situation or this a uh, two? Definitely shouldn't have done that. We're at least at a two. Are we at a one? Are we Are we at a one? Uh, Candy Thunder is saying, what, three and two? What, started three and became a two? He definitely should have told her beforehand. But then, okay, okay, so he, he might have been like three, two, seesaw for just that isolated incident. But later on, sending her home and saying, we'll try to talk about this tomorrow without your attitude. Yeah, he's a solid two, a solid number two. The whole attitude comment about this made him seesaw between two and one here. Uh, and I don't know. I, I can't imagine ever doing this to someone because it is such a terrible thing to do. So let's do it. You get the pink lights here, bro. You get the ask on one. Yes, on, on her birthday, sending her home uh, and saying that we'll talk about this tomorrow without your attitude. That's that's where this escalated up to Ask on One. So, Brozo, Ask on One, not smart, you dumbass. Am I the astronaut for going to an NFL game instead of a trip with wife? I-26 male have been discussing with a couple buddies for a few days, and we decided we would all go to an NFL game. My little brother and his friends were going to come along. It was going to be one of the best guys' nights we have ever had. 
I was paying for my brother and two of my friends and thought about bringing my two-year-old son but changed my mind about it because he was too young. My wife comes and surprises me with two plane tickets to France where we would be spending one to two weeks, not sure exactly how long the trip would be, might have even been like three days. One of those days was the day of the game. I told her I was going to an NFL game and could not make it. She told me to choose between her and my friends. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No, 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 no. Uh, I chose the obvious choice and went with my friends. <laughs> Why? That's the obvious choice? Oh my god, everybody. That was the obvious choice. We have a problem here. She started crying on the spot. I was getting pretty annoyed. Wait, he didn't even hesitate. She told him to, she's like, choose between me or your friends. Obvious, choose my friends. Uh, I told her to stop acting so entitled and that we could go another time. She said she cannot cancel the flight, so we had to go. I have been watching football ever since I was young. I used to dream about being a wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. My family lived in Denver at the time. We moved later on. This was my chance to finally watch an NFL game from the stands and not see it through the pixels of a television. And I told my wife about the trip before she even booked. Fast forward to the day of the game. I returned home home late because we all had a party after the game. My wife put our kids to sleep and she was waiting in bed. I could tell by the look on her face that she had been crying. I gave her a hug to comfort her. That should do it. Neither of us said a word and we went to bed. The next morning, she doesn't make me breakfast or talk to me until dinner. She asked me if I loved her at all and tried to emotionally abuse me. Wait, what? You're saying your wife tried to emotionally abuse you? Okay. Okay. I told her to stop acting like this in front of our kids. Stop acting like a disgruntled pelican. She told me she does not want our kids to grow up and disregard their spouses. I told her it was bad timing and she told me I should have canceled. We do not speak of it now and she will not bring it up either unless we have a disagreement. My mother-in-law said I should have married football if I was going to be acting like this. My friends have been defending me from my in-laws and her side of the family who all who are all arguing that she spent so much time and effort and thought and consideration on the trip said that I should have canceled. I blocked their numbers, but my in-laws all hate me. Am I the asshole? Yeah, yep, yep, definitely, definitely are the asshole. You chose poorly here. And yes, even though she might have known about uh, about your tentative plans ahead of time, here's the deal. If she knew the exact date you were going and she went ahead and booked this thing, this trip instead to force you to make a decision, that's a different conversation but judging from how you treat her i don't think that was the case here and you made the wrong choice at every damn turn saying that the obvious choice was to go with your friends brozo move not a great idea unless you plan on living with your friends for the rest of your life and not with your wife because that's the direction you're taking this thing man it's your first ever nfl game i get it it's a big deal however if your wife plans a trip to france you need to go to the trip to france guess what nfl games happen every week every year not all year long obviously but there are plenty of nfl games that you can go to Yes, you had scheduled this one. You got to move it, man. You got to move it. If this was all a big play to force you to choose, yes, different scenario. But it doesn't It doesn't sound like that was the deal here. It doesn't sound like that was the deal. The way that, that you're treating her throughout this screams to me that, that you're just a brozo, man. Like it's... And she feels completely disregarded and unappreciated. And nothing in here tells me that she's wrong. Nothing at all. It might be an everyone sucks here if she planted this, if she planned this to force you to change or to choose. That might be the case. I don't perceive it that way.
I think this is just you making poor decisions. Let's go ahead and, and assign him a classification here. Where does he land on the scale here? Definitely a two. The whole, the obvious choice is the friends instead of the wife. That's where I feel like he just threw caution to the wind and went scorched earth and chose Ascon 1 here. I feel like you chose it by saying it's an obvious choice. Like how little you made her in that moment intentionally. Send you right here for me. You knew what you were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing, man. Ascon 1, you have chosen poorly. Chosen very poorly. Dreams are curious things. They have the power to inspire, to manipulate, and to kill. Said in 1910 Germany, Adolf is a piano builder who hasn't spoken since he was a boy. His dreams compel him to build a mystical piano that will help him speak again. His mother appears in his dreams to guide him, but there's a cost on this journey. Meanwhile, the piano is unlike any that Mr. Becker, factory manager at Steinberg Pianos, has ever seen. He believes that it will change the entire piano industry. And while it may be the key to everything that both Mr. Becker and Adolf want, it's also an unwitting weapon of darkness. Will Adolf find a way to derail the dark plans that have been set in motion? Find out by reading the book Piano Man by Dusty Thunder. Available on Amazon in paperback, hardcover, and soon as an audiobook on Audible. Uh, this is a follower submission, and it is titled, Am I the Askonaut for Purposely Letting My Husband Forget Our Anniversary? Like, oh no, Scoob. I don't like where this is going. I, 36 female, have been married to my husband, 38 male, for eight years. Our eighth anniversary just passed. My husband has never been great at remembering our anniversary date or even how long we've been married. Once around our fifth anniversary, he told someone it was our second. It doesn't really bother me as I understand that he is busy. I have never held it against him. In the past, I have mentioned that it is coming up or asked if he wanted a specific gift, something to give him a little heads up. But this year leading up to our anniversary, I wanted to see if he would remember without my help. I got him a nice new golf driver that he's been eyeing and kept it at my office so he would not see it and then kept my mouth shut until the day came. The night before our anniversary, I brought his gift home with me and left it in my car until morning. In the morning, I waited. I waited to see if he'd say anything. He did not. So right before we both left for work, I brought his gift in and told him happy anniversary. At first he looked confused, and then he looked embarrassed. But then he got angry. He said he was sorry that he forgot and he didn't get me anything, but that it was my own fault for not reminding him. Oh, bro, that's when you went wrong right there. He said that I should know that he doesn't remember dates well and that it was mean of me to make him feel bad by purposefully letting him forget and get me nothing and while I had gotten him such a good gift. He said he knew that I would use this now and hold it over his head forever, which is silly because I never have and never do. I never intended to make him feel bad. I just wanted to test him to see if he would remember. And I really wasn't mad at all that he forgot because I completely expected him to forget. Is it really my job to remind him? And am I the astronaut for purposely not reminding him? So the, so the question here is, am I the astronaut for purposely letting my husband forget our anniversary? So she tested him to see if he would remember it, but she expected him to not remember it. Let's look at this here for a second. 
she was testing him. And and yes, my first reaction to this was, was, yeah, I mean, you tested him. When you test someone, it's a come what may scenario. When you test someone, come what may, it's you expected him to fail. This is the kicker, though. She wasn't going to hold it, hold it against him. She wasn't mad at him forgetting. She expected him to forget in his position here. Even even though he forgot the the gut reaction of just blaming her for it was where he chose to be the bigger asshole in the scenario. She was a little bit of an asshole for testing him. It's not not cool to test your spouse um, because again, come what may, but he chose to be the asshole by, by being like, oh, it's your fault. It's your fault for not telling me and for, for making me look bad. Now that sucks. He chose right there instead of saying, uh, yeah, uh, I'll have your gift later today and then scrambled and did whatever he needed to do to secure one and to make it happen. He didn't have to, he didn't have to project it back onto her. He didn't have to deflect. It was his fault. If he had just owned it and been like, man, I'm sorry. You, you know, I suck at this. I dropped the ball. Um, I am going to get you something today. And tonight we'll go out to dinner and I'll make this right. This isn't, this is technically an everyone sucks here, but there are some varying levels. Let's go ahead and get our everyone sucks here out of the way. That cake transition, by the way, that doesn't sound very enthusiastic, Tony Spark. But what Candy Thunder said in relation to this story is I had added our wedding date as a recurring event to my calendar before we even got married. And that's because I know that I like without help from a calendar, I am not going to remember things like I'm just I'm scrambling day to day. But that's why I put a system in place so I could remember it. I am calendar driven. And now if there's a date that I know I need to remember, I'm going to put it in the calendar as a recurring event. And I'm going to customly set the a reminder for whatever amount of lead time that I need. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So it isn't everyone sucks here, but at what levels do they suck? She chose to be a little bit of the asshole by testing him, but I think even that puts her at like a four. When you test your spouse, it's a come what may scenario. I don't think it's cool to test your spouse, especially when it goes the way you think it's going to go and it creates conflict. Like if you knew it was going to create conflict, then why would you do it? Where's he at here? He's obviously the bigger asshole because he chose to be the bigger asshole and chose to not take on responsibility for this, chose to not own it. And instead of doing what he should have done and just owned it, but then been like, I will make this right. Give me today. Tonight we'll have a fancy dinner and I will make this right. He chose to blame her for it. So while it might not be an evil human being thing, uh, it's definitely two. Is it worse than two? We're going to go ahead and officially make him a two here. He chose to be a two, two stage bigger asshole here by responding the way he responded by not taking responsibility for it. It was also this. It was a brozo move by doing that. Why? Why would you do that? You're a grown ass man. If you know you can't remember things, put a solution in place so that you can remember. Do not put that pressure on someone else. You're a grown ass man. Figure it out. Use a calendar. Use a recurring event. Use reminders. Those things do exist. You have to do them. Putting that on someone else's garbage. Am I the astronaut for setting up my boyfriend's ex to be arrested? <laughs> Ooh, and this is a birthday story? My boyfriend just celebrated the big 4-0. For his birthday, I arranged for all of his closest college buddies, several of which live in different states, to fly in for a fun-filled weekend in the city. It wasn't a surprise, but I handled everything from booking flights to making reservations so that all they had to do was show up. We kicked off the festivities on Friday night with dinner at a really nice steakhouse with lots of drinks and loud conversation, as many of the guys hadn't seen each other in several 
several years. After dinner, we headed to a bar and brewery down the street where we planned to stay for the remainder of the night. Everything was going according to plan. About an hour into our time at the bar, all of us were pretty crunk. We had claimed a few bar stools at the bar and the rest of us were standing around chatting and laughing and reliving the old days when our conversation was interrupted by some drunk woman yelling loudly. We all just kind of paused mid-conversation and started looking around for the source of the commotion. The bar was loud in general, so it took a few moments for us to narrow it down. It was coming from across the room and it was a very drunk woman standing on a chair yelling and pointing at what seemed to be me. At first I was in disbelief because I had been minding my own business and there was no reason for her to yell at me, but then I realized that I knew her. It was the woman that my husband had dated before me. Yes, 20 years ago in college. And she was indeed yelling at me. She was standing on her chair, pointing at me, and yelling about how I stole her man and her life from all of those years ago. She was batshit crazy then, and apparently is still batshit crazy now. My husband's birthday weekend had started off so great, and we had so much more to do. I did not want to see it ruined by the psycho from the past, nor did I want to make my husband feel like he had to sober up and deal with this drama mama, so I took matters into my own hands. Luckily, the bar employees did ask her to stop yelling, but they would not ask her to leave since she had not actually broken the law. I, however, have connections with some law enforcement officials and a history with this woman. I called my connections and told them the situation so they could make their way to our side of town and be ready. Then I excused myself to use the ladies room. I walked right past his ex's table and muttered a few choice words as I did. Just as I expected, she followed me to the ladies room where she proceeded to make a scene. I won't say exactly what I said, but let's just say I know how to set her off and I did. I said the things, she took a swing, a pretty sloppy swing if I must say, and I had witnesses. The police were called and they arrived quickly. I can't imagine how. She was arrested and the rest of our night went off without a hitch. I don't feel bad for taking advantage of my connections, I dropped the charges the next day, or for using tactics that I knew would set her off. And I certainly don't feel bad for saving my husband's birthday weekend from certain disaster. Should I? Am I the astronaut? Ooh, this spicy. This this is spicy. We get into like legality territory here, but but all she did was say something. She may have instigated, but she has freedom of speech. She can say whatever the she wants, right? She wasn't making a threat. She wasn't doing anything like that. The person who made the decision to break the law and become physical was batshit crazy drunk ex. And there, this comes from a very noble place. So, so while it might have been, uh, this is probably one of those justified asshole kind of things. But we're going to go ahead and make it this. NTA. NTA. My graphics have gone away. I don't know what's going on. It, it just gave up on me. I don't know what happened. Am I the astronaut for wanting my BFF's wedding shower to be perfect? I, 25 female, have two best friends. The three of us have been friends since middle school. Recently, the first of us got married. She chose our other friend as her maid of honor, not me, only because they had been friends longer. I was the first bridesmaid, and the maid of honor and I were to share the maid of honor responsibilities. A bit of backstory, the maid of honor is wonderful. Like I said, we are all best friends, but she has a different taste than the bride and I have. She prefers more simple things, while we like more extravagant and fancy things. Things. For example, she liked the simple soft pink bridesmaids dresses, while the bride and I liked the fancier and more expensive brighter blush ones with more detail and different styles for each bridesmaid. This was the case with most of the wedding details. There were never any issues though because ultimately the decision was the bride's and she chose what she wanted and we all went on. Now to the issue. The maid of honor and myself were working on the details of the bridal shower. We had already agreed that she would handle the invitations and the food while I would handle the venue and the decorations since my taste had most closely matched 
matched with the brides. The thing we had not decided on and could not decide on was the cake. Maid of Honor wanted us to bake a cake and some cupcakes. Her thought was that we could save some money by baking it ourselves and then have more money to put toward nicer food. I was all for nicer food, but I did not want to sacrifice the cake. I have a good job and I make good money, so I offered to buy a cake from a fancy little bakery nearby. I don't mind pitching in a bit extra, and I really wanted everything to be perfect for my best friend's bridal shower. But Maid of Honor said that the cake was her responsibility because the food was, and she did not have the money to spend on a bakery cake, but she did not want me to foot the bill myself because it would make her look bad. We argued about this for a long time and I finally told her to do whatever she wanted to do, but I didn't want to spend a whole night baking a cake. I was hoping that she would give in and let me buy a cake if she didn't have my help to bake it, but instead she enlisted other bridesmaids to help her bake a small cake and several cupcakes for the shower. I went ahead and placed an order at the bakery. My thought was that I would order the cake just as a backup. I would wait until her homemade cakes were finished, and if they looked good enough, we would serve them. But if they looked too homemade, then we would have a nice professionally decorated cake to serve the shower guests. On the day of the shower, I was at the venue working on the decorations when the maid of honor brought in her cake. Honestly, it was worse than expected. It was literally just a chocolate cake still in the pan with chocolate icing and white cupcakes with white icing. There was nothing nice about any of it at all. She didn't even bother to decorate them with anything. I didn't want to hurt the maid of honor's feelings, but I felt like our friend deserved so much more than this Betty Crocker cake for her bridal shower. So I told maid of honor that I had purchased a cake and that I would prefer to serve it, or at least set it out for display at the shower. I suggested that we keep her cake in the kitchen and pre-cut and place it for anyone who wanted plain chocolate or plain vanilla. I felt bad as I could see that she was hurt by my wanting to hide her cake, but she conceded. The shower took place and the bride said that everything was beautiful. We got so many compliments on my cake and even some compliments on how tasty Maid of Honor's cake was. The shower was perfect, but Maid of Honor basically checked out on her Maid of Honor responsibilities after that. She all but stopped helping me with the rest of the wedding details. She left nearly everything for both the bachelorette party and the actual wedding day for me to handle. The bride hasn't said anything about it. I really don't know if she's noticed because I just took care of the things and didn't say anything to her about Maid of Honor's behavior because I don't want to bother her with it. Maid of Honor left me with a lot to do, but I did it because I wanted our friend to have the best day. I don't know if Maid of Honor is mad or just has feelings hurt or what. I asked her, but she just said it doesn't matter. I never meant to hurt her. I just wanted the shower to be perfect for my best friend. Does that make me an asshole? So this was the cake story. Caden Thunder, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, Caden Thunder. So what do you think here? Is she the asshole for getting that cake and for having it ready and for what has happened since then with her friend who's the maid of honor? Hmm. think perhaps maybe it should have been handled differently, but I don't think that it makes her the asshole. Per the scale, it's a good thing we have this because none of our graphics are working. Per <laughs> the scale, Ascon 4 is could have done it differently. Ascon 3 is should have done it differently. So it, it doesn't mean that they're the asshole. If they're Ascon 4 or Ascon 3, they're just, there are different levels of it here. So hmm. if she should have done it differently, that makes her a three. If she could have done it differently, that makes her a four. What do you think? Uh, I feel like the transparency here would be important too, right? After they had that conversation, there was there was an understanding between the two of them that Maid of Honor would, would bake this cake and bring it, right? And that was yes. the end of it. If she was going to be transparent and respectful, um, I think going ahead and saying like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy that cake just to have it on hand as a backup in case we need it. Yeah, they should That would have probably 
completely eliminated everything. They they should be putting the bride's needs before themselves. They're making it about themselves by saying cake this, cake that, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. They should so, be able to set their personal... Maid of Honor made it, made it about her instead yes. of about the bride. Yes. So Maid of Honor is a little bit of an asshole here too. Yes. Where is Maid of Honor? Scales behind you. <laughs> I think I think it's an everyone sucks here because three uh, the lack of communication and, and although although OP here was looking out for the bride's best interest I think some drama could have been avoided by being transparent about it maybe not maybe telling her up front would have created just drama earlier on the process rather than later and then she would have checked out of her responsibilities before the bridal shower even happened which would have sucked so mm-hmm. who knows but I think everybody could have done something different I everybody feel like could have done something different OP is a four because that could have been done differently but. I feel like Maid of Honor is a, a four or three too because because she could have or should have done things. To, Maid of Honor is a three because she should not have put her own her own ego in front of what's best for the bride. Facts. So everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. Am I the astronaut for accepting a birthday cake that wasn't mine as a bribe? I, 56 male, am a higher up at a large investment firm. A while back, one of my longtime employees retired, leaving me with the big decision about who to promote to fill his place. I have two very good employees to choose from, and they both were working very hard to earn the position. My birthday happened to fall during the week or so between learning of the retirement and making the decision of who to promote. I did not make it known that it was my birthday, but it is also not a secret. I went to work late on my birthday, arriving around 1 p.m. When I got there, there there was a very large and extravagant birthday cake on my desk from one of the promotion candidates. We have a local bakery that specializes in very over-the-top cakes. The bakery is expensive and has a very long wait list. Our firm has ordered from them several times for various fundraising and charity events that we hosted. I immediately recognized the box and knew where the cake was from, so I was not at all surprised to find an incredible multi-layered golf-themed cake inside. Time out. Is this is this the other side of the story? Because we had a story where where a wife had a golf theme cake for her husband and ended up giving it to the boss to try to help get this promotion, which she succeeded on. This sounds like it's from the boss who received the cake. Uh, there's there's more. I was impressed to say the least, but also a bit skeptical. Not only did my employee spend quite a bit of money on this cake, but she also would have had to have placed the order for it months ago before she ever knew she was up for promotion. So while I accepted the cake and enjoyed it, I was pretty surprised at this gesture and a little skeptical that this cake had always been intended for me. Regardless of who the cake was meant for, I decided to not overlook the thought and money that was put toward the cake. Additionally, if the cake really was meant for someone else, she obviously found it more important to give it to me. I decided to award her the promotion partially because of the cake and the gesture, but also because of her qualifications. Am I the astronaut for accepting the cake? That may or may not have been intended for me as a partial bribe for a promotion. This sure as hell, yeah, this has got to be the other side to it. There's too many similarities in here. However, I mean, not however, this this does seem like the other side. Um, so so whenever we read that side, it was look, it yes, it's kind of an asshole move, but it worked, and and the hubby benefited from this because ultimately the promotion made them a substantial a substantial amount of money, um, and and like it's the best thing for them. For him, he benefits from it overall too. So so yes. It, it sucks, but it's worth it. And he, looking at the grand scheme of things, should have should have said, yes, that's worth it. I would have hoped that you would have done that and I would do the same thing. And if he was involved in the decision, if she had called him and said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Should we do this? Uh, I feel like he should have said yes. I can't remember how he reacted for that. Um, I can't remember 
how he react if he reacted badly to it or if, if we ever got to that point and got his reaction or if it was just a general am i the asshole for doing this and i still think it's the right move i think if you have something at your, at your disposal that's going to help you get a leg up then then it's a it's if anything symbolic of the level of service and care that you're going to give that will help the business right and i think that's part of the qualification here is that is that she is going to go the extra mile and even when the opportunity arises when the stars align she's going to take advantage of those opportunities and help the business with that in my mind here this is an nta on all fronts now the way that he said am i the ass cannot for accepting the cake that may or may not have been intended for me as a partial bribe for a promotion i think looking at it like that is not the way to look at it and i think when you say it like that yeah it kind of makes you the asshole when you're talking about taking a partial bribe i think when you look at this and say uh i looked at this as symbolic of the of the way she's going to go the extra mile to help grow our business not a bribe symbolic him saying the word bribe in here puts some question marks on it boom it's a marketing move right and it's a it's a illustration of a level of service that i would look at in the context of how it's going to help the business not as a bribe nta nta bro i i would suggest not calling this a partial bribe find a different way to look at it and really it's not a partial bribe it is like i said symbolic opportunities like this don't come along often whoever jumps into this position is gonna have to be ready to grab opportunities the instant they arise and this person did This one is, am I the astronaut for feeling extremely hurt when I helped spoil my coworkers, but rarely received acknowledgement for my own wedding? About a year ago, I started a new job and I adore my coworkers so much. In October of last year, a coworker got married and we all pulled together over $300 to buy her a spa package as a wedding gift, plus a nice card signed by everyone and flowers. When my wedding rolled around in March, I'd been on the team about eight months. My coworkers didn't do anything to congratulate me, not even a card with warm wishes. I thought, hmm, maybe it's because I didn't invite any of my coworkers since it was a very small, intimate wedding. I talked about the wedding regularly and everyone was aware of when it was happening. My boss was the only one that went to the previous co-workers wedding but they're very close when i came in on my last day before my wedding weekend i didn't have anything on my desk i was just expecting a card like we always do for birthdays and such i was obviously kind of bummed but was like oh well then 4 p.m rolls around and they get out cupcakes and champagne i was thinking oh this is sweet but then they were like everyone come gather around and congratulate stacy's engagement changing her name, but a co-worker had gotten engaged over the weekend. This was a Wednesday, and that's what the cupcakes and champagne were for. A little awkward, but I stood there and cheered her on. Then toward the end of this, my boss was like, oh, and Annie getting married this weekend, changing my name here, but I was just kind of tacked on to the end of the little celebration they planned for her. So the day of this happening, it was pretty awkward, but I was like, who cares? I'm getting married, whatever. Yeehaw. Fast forward to this week in our team meeting. Stacy was out sick, but the team was discussing her upcoming wedding in September. Then they start planning to throw her a bridal shower and mention pitching in together to buy her something big off of her registry. And I'm sitting there just like, wow. It was really uncomfortable for me because I didn't even get a card. I don't want gifts and I never expected that, but literally didn't even get a heartfelt congrats. I also love cards and I keep every single one I receive. But again, another coworker gets the full works and excitement. 
No one even asked me if I wanted to go get lunch before my wedding. I ate alone that day. So now I'm sitting here with super hurt feelings because this other coworker is doing a destination elope. So none of us are invited, which means that my not having invited coworkers wasn't the reason why they didn't congratulate me. I was on this team eight months and felt happy with my team and coworkers. But now I feel like an outsider who's just a bystander compared to everyone else. I'm also just confused on how all other 15 people didn't think, hmm, we didn't do anything for Annie's wedding coming up. And we just kept on with life. And then sitting in that meeting this week, hearing them all gush about showering Stacy with all the congrats and special things, I noticed my boss kept making awkward eye contact with me because I think she realized in that moment, oh shit, we didn't do this for Annie and I'm sitting right there. I don't know. It was really awkward and now I'm in my feelings about it. I recently spearheaded efforts to send a care package to another coworker when she had a huge health scare. She's always been so kind to me and the most interested in my life outside work. We bonded over a lot in the last year of me being here, but she just left our team, so I kind of lost my work bestie. And now this makes me feel alienated and kind of like I'm not really that important to people I considered friends. I can't really say anything about it because then it's going to look like I just wanted gifts, but being genuinely congratulated or celebrated isn't really too much to ask of people. And now that everyone is all gung-ho to celebrate someone else, it feels so awkward. I feel like detaching myself from everyone emotionally because my feelings are so hurt. I don't know how to just, like, get over it help. My husband knows it hurt my feelings and agrees that it's kind of messed up. He just says, now I know how much to pour into these relationships because they aren't really reciprocating those efforts, but I'm all about relationships and that's what motivates me. I love people and loving on people. So now I just don't know how to feel or how to move forward. Am I the astronaut for feeling hurt? Ladies and gentlemen, to help give feedback for the story, the one and only Candy Thunder. Oh my God, it's Candy Thunder. And it's her birthday. This this story uh, genuinely made me made me sad, and I feel like there's those moments where it's like this is gonna change who you are as a person. And like she was a gift giver, that was probably part of her love language. But this like put a ding in who she is as a person because she felt so unappreciated, and I feel so bad for this person. And this is a follower submission, so my gosh, if you're here, like. <laughs> reach out because I want to send you a congratulations card for your yes. wedding because this is that's just shitty. The people that work with us are they're not our employees. They work with us. They're our team. Um but I consider them like our family. our children. <laughs> like we're in no not weird way. Like Tony I want I, I want to take care of them. Like I want to I want to your room. I want to love on them. I want to take care of them. If something is wrong, I want to help fix it. Um so coworkers I feel like can be your friends. These people are not your friends if they didn't even acknowledge that you were getting married. This is, that's just shitty. It's straight up bullshit. And it makes me mad on her behalf. When, when it is part of who you truly are, like you said, do you think reciprocation matters that much? Or is it just like you feel unappreciated to a certain point? And if, if it's one-sided long enough that it just, you become numb and like you don't find enjoyment from it anymore? And when it's when it's only one sided, it's when your love language is gift giving. And that also includes receiving gifts that make you feel appreciated. It's not like you need things. Gifts can be as simple as a handwritten card to somebody to say, hey, I'm thinking about you that you don't have to go out and spend money for that to be a gift. Gift is just the overall language for that. It's you can do something without it costing money. And that's what she's saying. Like she yeah. she organizes those things. Didn't it makes her say anything. Yeah. She wants to feel appreciated. Everybody wants to feel seen. Everybody wants to feel heard. Yeah. It's not it's not about money. 
It's not about spending to make things right. happen. It's about showing that you care. Yeah, she and, wasn't asking for gifts and like yeah. all of this. She just wanted to feel like they cared about her in the way that she had shown that she cared about other people. And I do not think that's too much to ask for. Closing line, am I the astronaut for feeling hurt? You can never be an asshole for feeling something. Boom. And if you feel hurt in this situation, I would feel hurt in this situation. You have every right to feel that way. Am I the astronaut for kicking my sister and niece out after they ate all my wife's fruit? My wife is 34 weeks pregnant, and throughout this whole pregnancy, her two consistent cravings are fresh mango and strawberries. I make sure to keep them stocked in the fridge at all times because I know she will 100% get up in the middle of the night and go straight to the fridge looking for these items. The amount of joy she gets from these two pleasures are insane. She generally is good-natured, anyhow, but seeing that I stock the fridge with these two snacks and showing how much I care makes her love me even more. Her words, not mine. My sister, 46, asked to stay with us for a few weeks because her and her husband are on the rocks and she had nowhere else to go. I asked my wife about it and she said that it was fine as long as they were gone by the time she had the baby, which I agree with. I told my sister and she said she would make sure to be gone before then. We weren't even charging her rent or anything. The only stipulation I had was that they buy all their own food because my wife and I tend to eat rather healthy and it gets expensive quickly so we can't be cooking meals together. She agreed to the terms. It didn't even take three days for my sister and my niece, 12, to eat every single bit of fruit that I had stocked in the fridge for my wife. Oh boy, this isn't going to end well. The first time around, I told them to simply not touch the fruit. My sister apologized and that was the end of it. However, a few more days go by and I notice again that the fruit is gone. I asked my sister about it and she said it must have been my niece and that she would speak to her. Oh, blame a kid. That's kind of rough. Uh, but yesterday I came home after an appointment with my wife, ultrasound, and there's my sister dipping the strawberries into a case of sugar and eating them while scrolling on her phone. My wife immediately looks defeated and says, I'm just going to go lay down. She looked extremely hurt. My sister says, I only had two and tries defending her actions. And I tell her at this point that she needs to leave. She starts scolding me. You're really kicking me out me and your niece out over fruit? Are you serious? So I said, I'm not even going to attempt a Moira voice there, but you know, because I'm not dusty. <laughs> You're really kicking me and your niece out over fruit? Are you serious? So I said, yes. And I told her she had an hour to get her stuff and leave. I'm being told by several people that I overreacted, that my sister needed me during her hard time. And I just proved that family means nothing over food. Am I the asshole? For context, she gets food stamps. So she has EBT to get her own fruit. If she so chooses, she just never did. Candy, what are your thoughts on this? Because I feel like it's one thing to take somebody else's fruit, but if she's pregnant, I feel like that is just like, yeah. like you don't mess with the pregnant lady's uh, stuff. Pregnant women don't share food. <laughs> you know, like Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> pregnant women don't share food. But no, it's, it's, it's about boundaries. It's not even about, Yeah. I mean, he asked them not to do something and they specifically did it. So maybe they have a problem with his wife. I don't know, but. I can't imagine doing something that someone specifically asked me not to do. And they agreed to it. And the fact that she yeah. was like, yeah, then, no worries. We won't do it. And then you just get caught red-handed dipping she, it in straw. Dipping, dipping it in sugar. sugar, too. I don't know. Like, That's so weird. Go get a Twizzler if you want, like, <laughs> strawberry candy. Are you ruining the strawberries and dipping them in sugar? Like, um, she blamed it on her daughter. Yeah. Like, she like, oh, it wasn't me. It was the bus. kid. <laughs> like, you're the one eating the strawberries. Yeah. And, like, you're trying to blame it on the kid. No, yeah. I just, I don't know. Just don't mess with somebody's yeah. food in their house. I mean, they let you stay there for free and um, 
I don't know who's telling him that he overreacted yeah, I'm either. like, you let them stay there and eat your fruit then if you think he overreacted. Why not bring them into your home? Yeah. I, I don't think he's on the scale. I think NTA for OP on this one. Um, I guess he could have handled it differently, but what are you going to do? Because she won't, doesn't respect the boundary of you've already yeah. told her not to do it. You've told her not only when she moved in not to do it, you told her after you caught her doing it, you told her not to do mm-hmm. it again. So just telling her not to do it is not going to stop anything. Like she's just going to. She's just going to keep doing it. So the only way is you have to remove her from the situation and be like, sorry, you're gone. Right. No, I agree.